Welcome to Miracles in Recovery with Ray Lynch. If you are one of the millions of people facing addiction issues or the loved one of someone who is, we're here to help and to discuss solutions. Hope is in your corner. Now, here's your host, Ray Lynch. Good evening and welcome to Miracles in Recovery. It is October 12th. 12th. Thank you, Miss Calendar Girl. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> October 12th. That's crazy, huh? It is. Well, you know, I think I think we've lost a lot of um, coherent awareness with this pandemic going on, you know, because weeks become months become months and months, you know, and we're already in October. And, you know, apparently if you read the news, if you watch the news, there's no end in sight. No, it's getting worse. It's starting to come back again. Europe's bad. England's bad. We're getting bad. The Midwest is terrible. But when when you look at when you look at the you know when everybody says quote unquote the science of it, the science of it. Yeah, people are dying. You know, and and if there's someone listening who lost a loved one to COVID, please don't take my word for anything other than uh, an idiot on the microphone. But and I send condolences, but they say that the numbers really aren't constituting what it is that we're doing. You know what I mean? The loss. Right. You know? um, I don't think any of the information is reliable. It's not real. The whole thing. I mean, I'm not saying it's not real. It's real as hell. Right. What I'm saying is, is none of the information that we're getting on every side is skewed in in one way or another. And contradictory. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. I mean, could you imagine? Could you imagine when you were trying to find a safe space for your daughter? Um, if this is what was coming at you? No, and and what is happening, <clears throat> from what I understand, is that if you go to rehab, you're immediately quarantined for two weeks. Now you're you're talking about someone who is detoxing who is separated from whatever it is in their life that they do um, and basically alone, except for somebody, you know, shoving food and meds in. Yeah. But, but I'm wondering um, uh, monetarily who pays for that insurance has to okay an immediate two week quarantine. No, I think the facilities decide how they're going to handle the quarantine themselves. So they may just put them right out in, I mean, I'm sure they could test them and put them out in population, right? I mean, I don't know. Well, I'm sure they do get tested, but the results they, don't come back for days. So how well, do you know? When I went, when I went just, when I just went to um, uh, Cleveland Clinic or Martin, Martin mm-hmm. North for my most recent uh, uh, cardiac catheter, I went on a Saturday. The procedure was supposed to be on a Tuesday. I went on a Saturday. They... They stuck the thing up my nose, and then they said, um, we strongly suggest that you go home, isolate, until you get the results. If the results are positive, then you need to act accordingly because you're not going to be able to have the procedure. But if the results are negative, we need you to stay in isolation until you come into the hospital. Um, Let them know uh, at the front door that you've been isolating, which I really didn't do. 
Um, <laughs> but the results came back. I had the test done at 10. My, my appointment was at 1030. Mm-hmm. And I had the results by, uh, by the time I went to bed. It took about 12 hours. Well, from what I understand, it depends. If there is a first responder or some kind of healthcare provider that's in the batch mm-hmm. that they send off to be tested, then you'll get your results back quickly. If yeah, not, what I'm, what, what I'm like saying is, is if, if, if this place is connected to a medical director, the medical director is ultimately connected to a hospital, I would imagine. Like, say, uh, <clears throat> we recover is the name of the place. Mm -hmm. And Dr. Jones is the medical director. Dr. Jones works for Cleveland Clinic. All of those tests go through Cleveland Clinic and they probably get a quicker response is what I'm saying. Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. Neither do I. I'm just, I'm just kind of, I'm just kind of guessing. My son had two. One came back in 24 hours and was negative. He had another one an hour later at a different facility that came back in five days and it was positive. But the tests themselves were given within an hour of each other. It's so weird. It's right? very weird. So, how does that get how does that get counted? Yeah. Well, I mean, and, and how to and and if in fact he was a candidate at the door of uh, we recover, what do they do with that once they once? That's a very good question. I don't know because yeah. I'm certain that some of them have encountered people that actually have COVID. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. And yeah, you know, if you're not they, practicing anything safe out there. No, and if you get extremely ill with it, which mm-hmm. some people do, what do they do? Do they put them in the hospital? You know, how is that paid for? Mm. All of it, you know, all of it is. I it, it's kind of interesting. You know, I'm in a lot of groups, and I'm not seeing a lot of information coming across about much of anything to do yeah. with addiction right now. Everybody, you know, we switched from the opioid crisis, and now there's apparently a meth crisis. To all we're thinking about is COVID here in Florida. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. There's been several meth arrests around here lately. Huh. Well, meth, is, meth is is really careening along. Isn't that crazy? Mm-hmm. Phone lines are open. Dial 866-472-5792. That's 866-472-5792. Let your voice be heard. Make a difference. And maybe you can, if you have an awareness on the COVID um, protocol in a facility that you're aware of, please share it with us so that we can ultimately get that out over the airwaves. Because I'm sure that there's a lot of people that that is one of the, hopefully, that's one of the first questions that they ask. Oh, I'm sure it is. But, like, I, I mean, I'm sure the facility says, well, would you know the answer? I mean, has your loved one been practicing social, social distancing? Social distancing, of course I mean, not. Nobody is. I mean, the woods that I slept in, yeah, I was social distancing, but that's not, I, there was no way uh, any social distancing whatsoever going on. No, and and I'm quite sure in the homeless camps around here, there's no social distancing going on. And I wonder if any of them have contracted it. Who knows? Uh, You know, you don't hear anything about it at all. Yeah, well, you know. You know, we've we've kind of forgotten this whole population of people who are probably going to be much more um, likely and susceptible to get it and to spread it around because, you know, they go wherever they can to beg for money. Yeah. You know, yeah. It, I mean, you're standing, you're standing on the street corner and people are rolling down their windows 
and coughing and hand, at you. Yeah. Yeah. Or, or handing you a filthy you, dollar yeah. bill or yeah. whatever. I, mm-hmm. Like I said, I generally stop and give them some money if I've got yeah, I've got any I, cash, which is it was funny. I, I yeah, you and you said that. I I uh, where was I? Anyway, there was a guy on a corner, and he he seemed to be dressed somewhat okay, and he had a sign, and it said, you know, anything anything you will help, you know, uh, and all I had was a twenty in my pocket, and I rolled down my window, and at that point I was committed. Yeah. Right. It wasn't like I was going to say, oh, oh, crap, all I have is a 20. I know, I know. So so I gave it to him and I jokingly said to him, don't spend it all in one spot. And he looked down at it and he kind of looked up, he looked down, he looked up, he looked down. He said, oh, no, I'm going to spend this in about six or seven spots. (laughs) (laughs) So so at that. So hopefully he got some food. So, yeah, we'll see at, at that point that told me that his mindset was. Not just for dope or a right. drink or whatever you know i mean uh, which which it very well may have gone in that direction anyway uh, that's not you know that i am not i'm not that guy's maker you know what i mean and and i i feel for people that are on the corner because i was on a corner right and um so was my daughter know, that's why I, I don't do it. i don't give to every single individual <laughs> but you know if there's the little guy on the back of my shoulder saying this is the one then then I then I listen to it. Well, you know, yeah. I have my homeless friend, and I look for him sometimes, and I hadn't seen him in a long time. Yeah. So I'm kind of worried, but. And there's no way that you can. There's no way you can keep tabs on people like no. that either. Like, no, they no, don't have phones. If they do, and there's they no get check-in. stolen. You know what I mean? Like yeah. if there was a number that they could. Well, the check-in could... is I need money. <laughs> right. Does he know let where me, you let live? Me, yeah, let's... He doesn't know where no, you live now. He he, you've been live. two doors hmm. since. Right. He's probably bothering the poor people that you sold the house to. No, no, he has my phone number. Oh, I was going to say, he's he, probably he used to call me fairly recently. Yeah. Well, they wouldn't let him in. No, no, I'm sure they wouldn't. But I, I, had, I had another interesting experience today. Um, there's a DJ that plays around town, and I like him. Yeah. And, you know, he plays at our parties. We go to restaurants where he's playing. Well, I heard through the grapevine, as you know, my grapevine is vast in Weird. that arena. Yeah that he's a crackhead. Oh, which, this was the one you were talking about last week. Yes. I, yeah, I, I yeah, was yeah, very yeah. surprised to hear that. He didn't appear to be high. He's uh-huh. an excellent performer. He's done lots of things with famous yeah. people. Uh-huh. So he does live in strange conditions. His girlfriend left him. Today I get a call. Oh, you're just not going to believe what happened. There was a guy that was taking me home from, you know, a concert and, he stopped at a gas station. We went inside and somebody stole everything out of my car. They stole my piano, my speakers, this, that, mm. my driver's license. I really need some money. And I'm like, I don't. If you hadn't heard that he was a crackhead, you may I have. I would have. Yeah. Yeah. I would have said, oh, can I help you? You know. Yeah. Um, so we can I, probably use a little bit better of a term than crackhead. You know what I mean? Because, because I don't call myself a junkie, so. You're right. Yeah. You're right. Someone who has yeah. a problem. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. a really sweet guy, too. Um, and I'm not the only one he called. I start getting texts from my friends. Ah, uh, did you so hear he's this? Running yeah. yeah. So he's, yeah, he's running through everybody. And I said, I know what happened. He probably 
went to the pawn shop, pawned mm. all that stuff because he wasn't getting enough money. And now he needs it to, from the tips, and now he yeah. needs it to get more. <laughs> or he needs it to 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 get his stuff out of hock. So he that's can go what I'm saying. His... He he needs to get yeah. his stuff out of hock so he can go do his thing, get his tips, and yeah. do what he does. And it's yeah, just really bad. really sad. It's yeah. really sad because he's bad. so talented. Yeah. Well, I mean, um, countless countless people. You, you know, you hear stories of. Uh, I it, I was watching. Um, the Nine Lives of Ozzy Osbourne, I think it yes. was. It was a documentary <laughs> where he where he ultimately ended up, you know, being so such a mess that he got thrown out of Black Sabbath. Mm-hmm. And Sharon's father was his was their um, manager, oh, I guess, really? over in England. So he put he put him up in a hotel for a while. And ultimately, it ended up like months upon months upon months. All he did was stay there, and it, it was it's 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 a miracle that he didn't die with with what he was right. with you know with what he was ingesting. And um, w- what I'm getting at is talent. It right. doesn't care. Yeah, you know exactly right. Chris Farley. It took Chris Farley. He he was one of the most talented comedians mm-hmm. to ever walk the earth. Uh, John Bellucci doesn't right. care. You know, and, and that's the sad thing. You know, you 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 love you love your individual, uh, you love your addict so intensely because of the you know the the family the family um, bond that you have with them. That I mean, and I'm guilty of it as well. You, you know, the family bond you 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 enable a little bit. You assist them. I don't yes. want to say enable. I don't, yeah, I don't like that them. word at all. No. But you do assist them. And and uh, you know, I was on one side of it. I was grateful that they were assisting me. Well, they, they might have kept me you stay, alive. They kept me. They, yes. Yeah, they kept me out there. Uh, kept you alive long enough to get long enough to to, to get better. to hear the message. Yeah, you know, and um, you know, I don't know. It, it it doesn't it doesn't care when you see somebody on the street. They could be the most talented painter, the most talented artist, the most talented pianist, the most, you know, uh, an opera singer. Mm-hmm. And they're standing on a corner with a sign. So who am I to cast judgment on that individual? I mean, I get it. People say, you know, what are you giving that? What are you enabling that person for? I wasn't, I didn't, that 20 bucks I gave that guy, I wasn't enabling no, it, it. I gave him an, an assist. Yeah. Now, what you he chose to do with that. It might have kept him alive another day. And that, and that $20 that I gave him, he might have said, whoa, I guess I may be worth something if this guy is giving me more than 50 cents. Right. You know, he trusts that maybe I'll do something right with this money. Um, I, I never, I never had that mindset because my mindset was just more, Yeah. you know, and, and how I got it and who I ran through to get it, it didn't matter. Uh, but that might've been his mindset as well, but that could have been a little seed that was planted a little, a little awkward one, a little different one, but, but who knows that guy might come up to me in a meeting someday and go, Hey, remember me on the corner and you gave me, I wouldn't know him from Adam, but who knows? Well, it's got to be hard and shaming to do. I mean, I'm thinking about my friend. You mm-hmm. know, it must have really been a horrible thing to call me 
and ask. Yeah. I mean, how how desperate must he have but been? But that's it. Desperation takes over, and it, and, and desperation has. Uh, well, has you no know, my, my daughter is hearing the whole conversation. She's like, "Oh no, mom. He he's got that stuff down at the pawn shop. She even named which one it probably was. Because <laughs> that's yeah. where she had her stuff. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> well, she made the ran the game. Yeah. Yeah. But no, 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 no. You don't need to be doing that. And I, you know, I'm thinking to myself now, one of my friends that he called is going to give him some money. And I said, why don't you just offer to go down and get the stuff out of Hawk? Yeah. But my question to you is, should we confront him and say, we know? Um, no, because you don't. You, you only know Sally told you. Well, his girlfriend told us too. Oh. She left him. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I, I, I mean, you know, if you, I don't is it, think would you it should help? gang up on them. No, you know no, no. I mean? But I mean, would it help or should we just act like we don't know and continue to go out and support him when he's playing? Because he is really good. Well, is he, is he someone that you just go watch or does he mean something more to you than? Well, we've all become friends with him because we've been kind of following him for the last mm-hmm year and a half and if we have parties like we had a birthday party a couple of birthday parties at, at people's houses and mm-hmm. he came and played just for whatever we'd give him he didn't even ask for money hmm. somebody has to go pick him up because he doesn't have a car but um yeah i just i wasn't sure if that was a good way to handle it or if i should just act like i don't know so that i don't cause him any more shame because i know shame is a huge part of the disease and just keep on going you know he will get some money tomorrow from someone and he'll be able to do oh, yeah, stuff yeah. and yeah. play and maybe we should just let it go at that because he well you know he always acts so happy to see us and well you know maybe maybe one way you know one suggestion would be that uh if it never happens again then you really don't need to address it right you know if if he says oh yeah you know i got four flat tires and no, you no, know, his car's in the shop, and it's no. going to cost all this money to get it out. And so yeah. he's trying to get somebody to get his car out. Yeah. Well, I mean, I you know, I I, I think that's a I think that's a personal uh, when when that when that um, release valve. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, how much how much are you willing to just let him? run this game for i mean he really doesn't mean anything to you more than an acquaintance who is caught up in in the throes of addiction every everybody is more important than just an acquaintance when acquaintance when they're caught up in the throes of addiction everybody needs reassurance that there is a better way to live there is a different path to take so what I'm saying is, is it may make sense that the next time he calls you just to say, hey, is everything okay? Not, not throw it in, not, That's hey, uh, you're using, you know? You're right. Because at that point, I shut right down. Oh, well, I'm sure he would too. And, and it's not like he's young. Yeah. He's mm-hmm. older than me and I'm certainly not young. <laughs> so <laughs> well, he knows better. <laughs> you, you do that to yourself all the time. You're only 39. Call 866-472-5792. 866-472-5792, where you can guess Ellen's age. No, with your, <laughs> questions, <laughs> with your questions or comments when Ellen and I return on the Miracles and Recovery radio show. Thank you. 
We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Tune in every Tuesday for C. diff, spores, and more with host Nancy Kerala. Our program is to provide information about C. diff, healthcare-associated infections, and more. Nancy is a C. diff survivor, healthcare professional, and founder and executive director of the C. diff Foundation. Together with her guests, we'll explore C. diff infection prevention, treatments, clinical trials, environmental safety, and more. Listen every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Health & Wellness. If you or somebody you love is dealing with an addiction to alcohol or drugs, you may be looking for all kinds of answers. Let Recovery Radio with host Zach Crouch be your guide. Zach Crouch will speak with experts and share personal stories of addiction recovery. You'll also learn what's beyond the surface of mental health, root causes of addiction, and more. Most importantly, we'll explore the solutions and treatments to get you back on track. Recovery Radio. New episodes are available every Tuesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time and noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Can grief be good for you? Absolutely. It gets your attention, helping you evaluate your choices and relationships. Your losses define who you are. Tune in each week for Good Grief with host Cheryl Jones. Our show features those who have made incredible transformations by grieving their losses. You'll learn how to find your courage and strength. You'll discover the important things in your life and how to let go of things that are less important. Good Grief airs live Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Health & Wellness. How do you sort through the overwhelming information on diet and exercise to figure out what is real and what will work? You've heard the term no pain, no gain, but is that really true? How do you get into shape? How do you fit healthy eating into your life? Listen for Pain-Free Day with Joshua Cohen, where you'll learn how to eat right and how to exercise pain-free. Eat intelligently, exercise smarter, and see big results. Tune in to Pain-Free Day every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take Voice America on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. listening to Miracles in Recovery. To reach the program today, please call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to ray at miraclesinrecovery.org. Now, back to this week's show. And welcome back to the second segment of Miracles in Recovery. If you or your organization would like to be a featured guest on the show, please send an email to ray at miraclesinrecovery.org, and we'll send you an information packet on how to schedule a time for you to be on the show so that we can focus on what you have to bring to the recovery community. We do always love our guests. We have a wonderful time, and we've had all sorts of interesting and varied types of guests with all kinds Mm. of uh, ideas and programs and methodologies that help in the recovery process because not everyone recovers the same way. 
no, as we know. No, it's true. And you there know, are all and, kinds of different ways out there to do it. Yeah, and, and, and there's been a, a few of our guests that have come on not even sharing a life of addiction. Right. And the message that they've that they've shared, I've gotten something out of, you know, on my on my uh, recovery aspect of, of how I live my life. So, the, you know, there's a lot of things that recovery encompasses, like people, people pinhole it. And, and that's why I think we talk about a lot of just regular stuff. Right. You know, the sky is blue type stuff, because when uh, uh, w- when I look at recovery, when I look at my recovery, that means the whole world that I live in today. You know, I'm 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 a recovering addict, yes, but um, that that tells me at that point that I need to be aware of everything else around me as well. So if somebody is using no nasal therapy for stress relief, then maybe that's something right. that I can use as well, you know, or the rapid eye movement stuff, yes. or there was the some, EMDR. Yes. Yeah. And there was that's some headphone stuff. And I mean, my, 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 uh, my memory of all of that craziness isn't really that good, but we've had some guests. We've had on. some very interesting yeah. guests. And, and <clears throat> my son listens to a lot of podcasts and uh-huh. he was listening to one. Um, and apparently this generation that's coming along behind us is much more honest and forthright. And, you know, they just say it the way it is. Yeah. And, you know, they, they tend to feel that, um, you know, the traditional recovery programs do pigeonhole things to oh, the yeah. point where it oh, doesn't, no, I don't agree with that. It I mean, just I don't really doesn't help yeah. a lot of people because, you know, either they're shamed or, you know, the people yeah. in there are too old or whatever, but it, you know, I mean the quote unquote originators of, of this recovery method that the majority of the world follows happened in the, in the thirties. Right. Right. And, and at that and point it was like, wow, this is something so new. Yeah. Whoever it was, it was ahead of, it. of its time. Right. Um, it's, it's way behind its time now. Well, it didn't evolve no. with the, you no. know, with the people that are, are, mm-hmm. are growing into this, you know, into the world yeah. now and, and getting caught up in this for whatever reason you get caught up in it. And, you know, it's funny because you get people with, um, I have 31 and a half years and I've heard people along my path, along my journey, um, with six, seven, nine, ten, um, quote, the, the, the big book or, or the, or the, or the, uh, the blue book verbatim. Mm-hmm. And then, and then somebody's in a meeting sharing and they bring the, they bring the quote up to them. Like, like you're not following. Right. If you the don't follow path. this, then no, it's, it's, it's kind of like religion that, that is so throw the book away. strict yeah. and, and structured, you know, yeah. it, the book is a guide. Yeah. It's not, a, it's not, you could be hurting yeah. somebody that could yeah. be helped with, mm-hmm. you know, some people need tough love. Some people need kindness and, you know, soft touch it just depends really on the person and you know who knows i used to try as hard as i could to figure out why in the world does this happen is it a brain thing is it a hereditary 
Yes. Is it brought yes. on by trauma? Yes. 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 <laughs> exactly. So there is no way yeah. to predict who is yeah. going to get this. You know, I say over and over and over again, I never in a million years thought yeah. something like this could happen to me. Yeah. You know, I'm a nice. And here you are sitting in your seat. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And yeah. I had to sit there for a long time being very, very uncomfortable. You know, the, the funny thing, though, is um, I, I, I want to say uh, I don't think. No, I th that would be wrong. I was going to say I don't think I could I, I could say that I could this would never happen to me um, because I can think of many instances where I put myself in situations where I probably shouldn't have saying this or that'll, that'll never happen to me. They were weak. And I ended up in the hospital with them. So, well, but, um, I mean, you were the tough Marine, but yeah, well, no, but it's, it's that, it's that, um, that mindset of. It can't happen to me because it, I'm, you know, yeah. I'm better than that. I'm not, guess what? I'm not. But I think, but I think I knew early on, um, that I was giving myself to something that was going to better me, not, not better me, make me better. Mm -hmm. That was going to get the better of me. Right. And, and I knew, and I fully walked right towards that door. I opened the door and said, Hey guys, here I am. And my life went down the toilet. And can you tell, could you say why? Do you know why? No, no, and I don't. That's, that's I don't. The big and that's and, and that's the and that's the thing. What, what, does it does it matter to me? No, because yes. because today, I mean, I, can I say why? Probably, yeah. I uh, I bought a thing of Twizzlers when I went and paid my Best Buy card today. I went and paid my Best Buy card. <laughs> hey, um, <laughs> I bought a I bought a bag of Twizzlers. They were gone. You ate them all. I ate them all. Well. Callie ate some as well, and I gave some to to the to, you know to the kids and stuff. But I, I ate them all, so that's my answer why I willfully walked towards that door. You know what I mean? I have you a, wanted to. Well, no, I have I have I I I have an addict, an addict an addictive nature. Everything and anything, even when I was a kid, if it was a song that I liked. I wanted to listen to it over and over again. If it was a movie, I wanted to watch it over and over again. If it was um, peanut butter and marshmallow sandwiches, uh, my, my sister just reminded me it's uh, it was uh, National Fluffinutter Day the other day. Oh, really? And I was pissed because I didn't have it in the house. I had to run to public so I could make one. Right? But, you know, and, and the funny thing is, is in my mind while I'm doing that, even today, 31 years clean, progressing through this thing we call recovery and life, there's a little devil in my head that says, but you can't eat just one. And you can't. And that is why I am so grateful today that I have not um, walked into a situation where I am going to be putting my uh, recovery on the line, you know, uh, putting myself in jeopardy. I would never walk into a spot. If somebody's, if somebody is actively using, if, if somebody in my family is actively using behind that door, I'm not helping them until they come out. If right. they come out, right. I am not going in there 
because they're going to make me sick before I make them well. Right. You know, so at least I have that awareness. Um, and if I eat 10 jelly beans more than I'm supposed to, so be it. My, my, well, you my, don't look like you've got a big problem with eating <laughs> no, too much. So. My, my heart doctor wouldn't like that right. too much. But, exactly. Yeah. But, well, I mean, I can do that too. Yeah. But, but, that, but I think that's your answer. I think that we as humans um, tend to morph to things that um, stimulate our endorphins. Mm-hmm. And that was a false endorphin at the time. And it was filling something that I was missing. So I think fully knowing, uh, vocally saying, it'll never happen to me, in my mind, I knew that this was going to bring me down. But I was okay with it. Yeah, and I expect most of you probably do. Yeah. But, you know, as a family member sitting on the sidelines, so to speak, mm-hmm. and watching this happen and, you know, just being blown away. I was a good mom. How does this happen? Yeah. You know, I sent them you. to good schools. How does this happen? Yeah, exactly. Not mm-hmm. about me, but but that's the way you feel as a family member. It is. Right. I failed. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. I've done something wrong or I can't, you know, how do I help? How do I help? Mm-hmm. How do I make this stop? And, you know, my thing is, if I understand it, I can control it and maybe I can fix it. And, of course, you can't do any of those right. things. But, but, you know, I, I just jokingly said it's not about you. But right no, in my you're mind, right. It's uh, not. But right in my mean, mind, immediately after, it's not about the addict either. It's about the disease wanting to control everyone and anyone that they can. They got me physically and they got you emotionally. Right. You know, Um would I would I have wanted to switch? Probably not, because I drove my family bananas. You know what I mean? Physically, right. I was physically I was a mess. Emotionally and spiritually, I was I was a mess. Um, so it got me all different ways. But would I want to sit by and watch, knowing that there's nothing I can do or everything that I do? Um, you know, the thing is, you don't know at first that there's yeah. nothing you can do. Yeah. And you think, oh, I'll, you know, rehab, halfway house, take her to meetings. Yeah. And sit there with her to yeah. make sure that make she Make sure listens. that she stayed, yeah. No, she needed to be listening. Yeah, well, who, who's to say that she was, you, you know, that she's listening? Well, you know, she didn't fall asleep. Cause, she cause didn't run out the back door. I could go, I could go tomorrow over to St. Joseph's and be sitting there and not be listening. So. I know, I know. Yeah. Dial 866-472-5792. That's 866-472-5792. This is your show. You know, I got my, I got, we got the printout of um, who's been listening and Ireland's back on. I was going to say, yep. Yep. are your Irish uh, relatives on there? <laughs> yeah. China. We got chi- China. We got right. uh, Russia or Russian, it says. So that I think what that is, is that's broken down into like the, uh, the block there or whatever. And, um, you know, so, so we're building our audience back up again. I mean, we did, we did take a hiatus for quite a few months, you know? Um, and you know, it's good, it's good to be able to have this microphone between us again, and it's good to be able to, um, share a little bit of our experience, strength and hope because coming from an addict's point of view, when I hear you speak, it is 
it, it's it's both a blessing and uh, a relief because I was doing this recovery thing long before you even. Yeah, thought this could ever happen to me. Yeah. Day. yeah, yeah, and and to see how far you've come tells me that I've come just as far on this side of the fence. Right. Because if I wasn't seeing you, how could I see me? You know, if I don't, if you don't see it work in others, what's your gauge? You don't really have one. You don't have one. No, you're, you're just self-absorbed yeah. thinking about, yeah. you know. Mm -hmm. Thinking about your new sneakers. Yeah, thinking about yeah. your day, thinking, yeah. you know, thinking about COVID, please. Yeah. But, it, it, you know, it is still out there with us. And will always be, I guess. It's a, it's just a, a human condition. Yeah. And but the sad thing to me is the shame that goes along with it. And I guess it's because you know, when you're high, your behavior is horrible. Less than less than uh, um, stellar, yeah. But uh, I don't know about horrible. <laughs> um, stealing, yeah. yeah, breaking into somebody's house, yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I, I guess you're right. Um, I, I was just trying to, I was just trying to make myself feel a little bit better about my past. I guess, um, you know, the funny thing is, is that we've we've spoken over the years about about things that pop up, and the the urgency to fix them. The pill mills popped up. Right. Urgency to fix them. Everybody was crazy. They didn't give a shit about the addict. Um, no, and it took years before and, they finally yeah. did fix them. And um, now we have this pandemic, which we've been living in one for many years. That's exactly right. People have been dying. More people it, have died in the opioid crisis yes. than with COVID. Yeah, and... But they're the, less than where's don't the nightly count news? people. Yeah, where's the nightly news? I yeah. mean, I, I, it just, they, it just that that whole story has dropped off the edge of the earth. Yeah, because well, everything has dropped off the edge right. of the earth. Yeah, you know, the most important thing is to keep you scared. Right. Um, but w w wouldn't it be nice if they said? Uh, I mean, I don't know if it would be nice, but if they said you will use your breaking into houses if they told you on the nightly news hey don't forget there's active addicts out there make sure you lock your doors right at least there would be <laughs> at least they're there, being recognized there again. would be there would be more of an awareness and there would be more of a of a uh a, a cry to get these people help wait a minute you mean they're gonna come invade my space no i know we need to do something to help these people and we're not doing that. Yeah, I'm wondering, you know, that they were starting to open safe injection sites. Yeah. I'm wondering what's happened to those. Oh, well, they did have that one open at Boston City Hospital. Right. Yeah. And they were they were actually going to do some in Florida, but I don't I haven't heard anything and I can't yeah, find no, any information it, about it. It had to have gone by the wayside. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, anything that's going to take medical money, government money to medical causes is going to be pulled away from everything except COVID right now. In my opinion, yeah, no, and your opinion, your opinion is 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 the same as probably a lot of people's, and that's the that's the sad thing that um, all of the money that they're making, they're making a lot, a lot more than what they should. Yes, uh, isn't going to any of the ancillary 
needs of no. the people. It's all about your COVID yeah. diagnosis. That's mm -hmm. it. Yeah, they said they jokingly there was a, a thing in you know a man got eaten by a by a, an alligator in Orlando and he died of COVID. You know, because that <laughs> yeah. because that's what that's exactly what they're doing. Yeah. You know, and and the uh, the sad thing is, is I, I don't know when we're going to get out of it. I don't know when we can stop paying attention to the addict again. I don't know when, when and if people ever will. Call 866-472-5792. That's 866-472-5792. Let your voice be heard when Ellen and I return on the Miracles and Recovery radio show. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Can you truly expand your possibilities beyond what your normal capabilities are? It's very possible when you can know more, do more, and be more. Tune in each week to Shift Happens with host Karin Weary and co-hosts Ida Serena Lee and John Kennedy. The world is waiting for you to show off your unique gifts. It starts with healing yourself mentally, emotionally, physically, and spiritually. Once the scars of our past are gone, we can truly begin to shine. Listen live every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Health and Wellness. Functional Medicine with Dr. Robbins looks at how natural healing and biological dentistry can safely and effectively treat most health problems. You'll hear about the innovations in both traditional and alternative medicine therapies with doctors and dentists, along with discussions with chiropractors, medical experts, homeopaths, naturopaths, and energetic healers. It's great to have all the best information in one place. And Functional Medicine with Dr. Robbins brings it all together. Listen Thursdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Health & Wellness. The Voice America Live Events Channel is here now to showcase your corporate, individual, or organization's live event. Visit voiceamerica.com forward slash live events to see all of our past live events and find out more. Whether it's a multi-day conference, special speaker, or single-day event, we've got everything to make your event a success. We can do a few hours or a few days. For more information about taking your event to the next level, call Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or email info at voiceamerica.com. Again, that's Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or send us an email to info at voiceamerica.com. Voice America is where you are and where you want to be. Join us around the globe as we broadcast live from some of the most interesting events available. Don't forget to view all our live events, including on-demand access to past events that you may have missed by visiting voiceamerica.com forward slash live events. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. are listening to miracles in recovery to reach the program today please call in to 1-866-472-5792 that's 1-866-472-5792 you may also send an email to ray at miraclesinrecovery.org now back to this week's show welcome back to miracles in recovery please visit our yeah visit What's a visit? <laughs> <laughs> Please visit our Facebook page, 
Miracles in Recovery. Also, send me an email at ray at miraclesinrecovery.org. Let us know what topics you would like to hear on an upcoming show. We do have a couple of, uh, we, 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 uh, we hooked up with this promoter who sends me, um, this may be a good guest for you emails all the time. And a lot of them are worthy of, not, not, that, we're, not that we're something great, but they're worthy of listening to what they have to share. Uh, we do have a, a, a recurring, a reoccurring guest, Dr. Salyer, coming up in two weeks. He was, uh, I think we had him on twice, didn't we? Yeah, already? we did. Yeah, we did. he he's... came on and then like two weeks yeah, later, we he came like, back on again. Yeah, because we were like, you've got to come back. Yeah, yeah, because <laughs> the, so the hour went by so quick. So we'll probably get him bang, bang again. You know, he's, he's due up uh, October 26th. Um, and, you know, it's it's always great to have someone else share how they live their life, you know, or share what their focus may be. Right. You know, I, I, I really love the before and after stories. Yeah. You know, when I was going to open AA and NA meetings, I truly, mm-hmm. truly loved hearing y'all tell your stories because it gave me hope when I was down at the yeah. bottom thinking that my daughter was going to die. You know, I, 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 um, I, school's out on that. Like, it depends on what day it is for me. Um, I think some people put a little bit too much emphasis, yeah, emphasis into what got them to the door. Yeah, well, it's interesting. That's yeah, the- no, but, the, but, but if they're putting too much emphasis, is that really what got them to the door? Um, no, oh, you mean, or are they More, most being- importantly, most importantly, it's what you're doing to stay, right? Not what you did to get here. And, you know, plenty of people I've heard share their experience, strength and hope leaning on the, what I did to get here aspect when ultimately all you know, when you come in is what you did to get here, Right. The longer you stay, the what I did to get here should be less and less. And what you're doing to stay here should be greater. I've heard people 25 years talk for 20 minutes. And um, the last five minutes, they're only sharing about what they're doing to stay. Well, yeah. Then it's it's the sensation, the sensationalism of the story. Mm -hmm. You know, we've got to prove that that you really were a bad addict or really were yeah. a bad alcoholic. Yeah. Let's mm-hmm. hear the horror stories. Yeah. Let's and, and let's we'll, hear the jail stories. Let's hear the homeless stories and then we'll believe you. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and to a degree, I think in order to get the buy-in from the audience, you do have to talk about that. Well, yeah, yeah, well, yes and no, because in, in the sense of, in the sense of um, who, who are you there for? Are you there for the audience? Or are you there to save your own skin? Well, but if you're telling your story, you're supposed to be helping other people, are you not? But are you really helping other people if you're sharing your mess more than your message? It helped me because, again... No, I'm, not, I'm not taking it away from... I'm not, <laughs> in, no way, in no way taking away your experience. I'm just saying for me, an addict sitting right. in the room, um, I know, I've been there, I lived it. You don't have to share with me 15 minutes of your crap 
what got you to the door because I know I walked yeah, in that right, same crap right. knee deep. Yeah. You know, um, but don't you need the credibility that you were no, bad enough? No, because no, because I don't, I, I, I'm, it, it's not about respect, but I, I, I have less adoration for someone who shares their mess more so than their message, you know, because it's, because where I'm at, where I'm sitting in my seat, um, that's not what I'm about. That's not, that's not who I am today. Yes. My garbage and my, you know, that I, that I spewed on my family and community is why I got here, but I don't need to keep reminding me or give you the, how great I am story. The, how great I am story is how I stay here. Well, true. If you, if because, because even at 31 years clean, Today's a good day to get high. It's what we do. It's I'm an addict. It's what I do. It's it's a good day to get high. So if I keep wedging that crap in between my ears more so than I do about what I do to sustain sobriety and, and my clean time, who wins? The individual that's hearing my story, yeah, because everybody and anybody, you know, that that, you know, I, I have some incredible stories. Are they are they worth sharing every time you go to a meeting? No, not every no. time. But if you're telling your story, yeah, I I just don't I just don't think I think I think it's more important today. No, and I get where you I get where you're coming from because I mean it's sometimes it's good to listen to people because there's a a lot of very good remember wins mm-hmm. for me in people's stories, but there comes a point in my listenership where my ears shut down because when are you going to start telling yeah, you me you want to hear the, the good yeah, stuff yeah the, the more important yeah. stuff you know what are you doing in a situation when you walk into a room and then and there's a a bag of weed on the table well what are you what are you doing did it, how did you get yourself out of that because that may be somewhere that i do or that might be you know uh uh, you walk in and somebody's snorting cocaine or something. Mm-hmm. You just just randomly walking into someone's house and you're like put in put in a situation where you probably ought not be. Now, if you just came from a meeting and shared for 25 minutes of your mess and three minutes of of your clean time, where you at at that point? You don't have much you know much ass in your seat at that point to say, well, no, because you're living your story. You know, so I, I don't know. I, I, I think everyone um, recovers at their own rate, at their own pace. I still hear people with oodles of clean time throwing F-bombs around. It's yeah. like, come on, guy. Come on, girl. What are you doing? Well, they all throw them around now. Yeah, but, but it's not, but that's, that's not recovery. You know, I mean, it, that's, that, that's still street crap. You know, that's, that's a, uh, that's a false, uh, that's false courage. When you're throwing F-bombs around like that, it's because you feel uncomfortable. It's got to be. Well, I was just happy that I could start saying the F word and it was okay. (laughs) (laughs) I was. Wow. I had a discussion with my friends from high school. Yeah. We we were having a little reunion and Mm -hmm. everybody was sitting around being very polite and, you know, and finally, somebody said, can we say this? And we we're like, yeah. 
so then after that, you know, because 40 something years ago, you mm. could not yeah. talk mm-hmm. like that. And, you know, maybe it would be good to get back there because boy, it's pretty uh, mainstream now. Yeah. And, and, you know, the, the, the thing about that to me is, is that, you know, uh, I went on a zoom, uh, um, celebration a friend of mine had like five years and every other word out of his mouth was F. Oh, right? really? And yeah, that gets old. And, and I was, and I was cringing and I called him up and said, you know, love you, man, but you're going to lose that word because y- your message is so skewed. Yeah. You know? And, and so that's what I'm saying about, um, you know, we need to help the individual who's coming in and we don't always help them with the message that we're sharing. And we need to be hyper aware of that. Right. Because it's, you know, it's one addict helping another. It's me helping myself, but it's, it's also, you know, be aware that somebody in the room is, is watching what you do. And if at, if at 31 years, I'm talking about the mess, what, what, what am I projecting? You know, that what the mess I, was fun. No, that, that the program doesn't work, you know, that, that, that it doesn't, that it doesn't work the way that it's supposed to. Yeah. I guess if you still glory and yeah. And you're throwing F bombs and you're on the street and this and that. And, you know, uh, I don't know. You know what I mean? It it, it kind of one of the things that I'm grateful for is it it helped my my moral compass get back in right. get back in right, line. Right, right, right. You know, and some people may still be broken, and that's okay as long as they keep coming. They have the they they get a mulligan. They can they they get a do over tomorrow if they wake up clean. They get a do over tomorrow, and maybe someone will bring to their attention. Uh, that's probably not the behavior that you should be portraying, you know, um, because, because it is about, it's not about the words on the paper. It's not about what I'm saying right now, how you live your life and how you recover is totally up to you. And I, and I commend you for it. If you woke up today clean and sober and you go to bed tonight, clean and sober, and you give yourself a chance tomorrow, it's all it's about doesn't get whatever you do within your, your 12 to 18 hours awake. I don't care. But for me, I had to completely transform that knucklehead that came in the door because that knucklehead was the one that kept me out there, you know? And, and if I embrace that knucklehead in any way, I'm stepping back towards using. And like I said, today's a good day to get high. Why wouldn't it be? I'm an addict. I know how to do it. I may not know where to go right now, but I know how to do it. Right. And um, so why embrace that? That's all part of that Rolodex, you know, that that's in there, behavior's in there. And one of the things they say is you, you use before you even pick up. Right. Through your behavior. And um, so I guess that's maybe what I'm getting to, that whole 10-minute speech there that I, how great <laughs> I am on my soapbox. Um all right, is, you is, earned your soapbox. Yeah. <laughs> you earned it. Yeah. Well, that's about all the time we have uh, for tonight, folks. Um, it was great being on the air again. 
Uh, we were supposed to have a guest, but I'll I'll reconnect with him and um, set him up for a different time. And uh, we will go from there. And with Miracles in Recovery, hope is in your corner. That it is. Good night, everybody. Stay blessed. Thank you for joining us this week for Miracles in Recovery. Be sure to listen again for another edition with your host, Ray Lynch, on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel next Monday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time and 8 p.m. Eastern Time. Have a great week. Hope is in your corner.